This is episode 17 of The Kingdom is Here. We are living in this time where I think it's time for so many people to take action, right? Like there are so many words and so many opportunities to share words and what people think and what people want to say and their positions on things. But really, it's not so much a time for words. It's really a time for action. And in your actions, your words will be meaningful. But what what do we do? What do we do right now? So many things and so many voices out there are telling us what they think and trying to rally us to their cause. But the good news that we have is that there is a cause that's already there. There's a cause that already exists and has existed for forever. It's the cause of the kingdom of God. What is our role and how do we engage? How do we begin to act within that cause? Is maybe a better question. How do I act? And if you're listening and you're saying, okay, yes, I, I understand that there's a lot to say and there are a lot of voices and there are a lot of platforms and all of these things, but I'm ready for action. I'm ready to take action. What do I do to take action? What do I do? Well, that's a great place to start. It's a great question to ask. In the New Testament, there are a couple of different titles that we find commonly used for followers of Christ. Initially, we would probably know them as his disciples or the 12 disciples, we would say. And then later on, we might read and traditionally refer to the majority of these men anyway as the apostles. This can be a bit confusing because it's like, well, who is what? Who's an apostle? Who's a disciple? And, and why are they that? And when are they one or the other? And of course, maybe the more important question is, how does this apply to you today? So there's some layers to this, and I'm excited to talk about it. So let's see where this goes. This is Nathan Kirk, and I've got really good news. So one of my favorite passages of scriptures in the New Testament is found in Luke chapter 9. It's just kind of a neat way that the author, Luke, writes about the interactions that Jesus has with his followers and gives some guidance to us on how we are to conduct ourselves as well. It's just really cool. Um, I'll start reading in Luke chapter 9 and verse 1. And I'm just going to go through the first few verses here. It says, Then he, being Jesus, called his disciples, his twelve disciples, together and gave them, this is so interesting, gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. Even right there, for modern day Christians, we can kind of get a little ner nervous about that. Well, I don't know about all that. Let's just keep reading. But that's an important part of what's going on here. So, he gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. 
And he sent them, but notice what he sent them to do. It says he sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. He said to them, take nothing for your journey, neither staffs, nor bag, nor bread, nor money, nor toilet paper, or gas rations, or food supplies. I mean, I might have added that, but he said, like, don't take anything extra. Just, just go and trust me. Trust me that I have something for you. And do not have two tunics apiece. Like, don't even carry anything extra. Don't have anything extra with you. And whatever house you enter and in and stay there, and from there depart. And whoever will not receive you when you go out of that city, shake off the very dust from your feet as a testimony against them. So they departed and went through the towns. And here's what they did. They went through the towns preaching the gospel and healing everywhere. Now, his original instruction to them was preach the kingdom of God and heal the sick. And so what they did is they preached the gospel and healed everywhere. This is one of the reasons why I talk about how I have really good news that that is the gospel. We talk about the gospel. Well, the gospel is that the kingdom of God is here it's like it's not just on its way or just off on the horizon somewhere that it is here it's arriving and it has arrived because god has brought his kingdom here and the way that he brings it today is he brings it through his people through his people that are filled with his spirit now that's a whole another topic and, and we'll we actually will talk about that what does it mean to be spirit filled how do you get into the kingdom of god how do you become become a a representative of the kingdom of god we're, we're going to talk about that um so don't worry I'll, we'll, we'll touch on that but the point is that the prevailing message was spread the kingdom of god the gospel the good news that the kingdom is here that the kingdoms that people are living in and, and so again we we look at this language and we see this language as it's not just, you know, the, the, the kingdoms as it were in those times. This is where we're at today. We apply it to now. Think about all the, the systems that you're a part of now that are just corrupt and falling apart. Think about even um, just very, we can be very specific. Think about like our school systems and how, how they are just falling apart. Uh, recently, we had missed a, a school board meeting, but we were privileged to see some of the um, video coverage of it. And it was, I think our school board in our district was caught very off guard because there were a lot of parents that were very upset at the content that our school system was indoctrinating our students with and that they were planning on for this next school year. It's these systems and these institutions. These are the kingdoms that we have today. It goes beyond the governmental entities. It goes into um, our media. It goes into social media. It goes into technology. And this isn't trying to be conspiratorial or anything like that. But really what it is, is these are the kingdoms that are being set up today. 
they have their figureheads, they have their leaders, they have their rulers, kings and queens, as it were. They definitely do, and they're corrupt. So there is a kingdom that is not corrupt. It is not falling apart, and it is, it's thriving. So that's the kingdom, to, and that's the good news to, to share. So that's what they did. They, they went everywhere. It says he, he gathered the disciples. Now, what is a disciple? By definition, a disciple is a personal follower of Jesus, a follower of a teacher or a leader, somebody who is there and learning from him, learning from Jesus. We're sitting at his feet. We're, we're at his side watching and observing and learning from him. So that's what they did. They left and they went throughout all the towns and they, they preached the gospel and they healed everywhere. If you skip to verse number 10 of this chapter, it says, verse number 10, this is Luke 9, 10, it says, and the apostles, when they had returned, wait a second, wait a second, I thought, that Jesus had called and then sent out his disciples. And now, in verse number 10, Luke's saying, and the apostles, when they had returned. I thought, this is confusing. I thought they were the disciples. And that's exactly it. Because while they were sitting and learning and listening from Jesus, they were disciples and they were his followers. But then it, it changed and it shifted to where he had sent them. Now they're not just sitting and listening. They are actually sent out. Sent out to do. They're commissioned to go. An apostle is a visionary or a pioneering advocate for the message of Jesus Christ. And the message of Jesus Christ was the kingdom of God. They captured that vision as disciples, and then Jesus sent them. And when he sent them, that's the message that they shared. Sometimes we get really bogged down in this. We get bogged down in the notion that I have to be something. I have to be like a preacher, or I have to be a position in a church, or I have to go to like a Bible school. And all of those things are fine, but that's not the reality at all for you to be not just a disciple, you are ideally, hopefully a, a disciple, a follower of Christ, absolutely, but he doesn't want you to just be a follower. He's sending you to go. That you can be an apostle, or as we would call it, you can be apostolic. Apostolic means like the apostles. That you can be that way. That you can follow not just the, the way of the disciples, you can follow the way of being apostolic. So when they had returned, it says, when the apostles, when they had returned, they told him all that they had done. And what did he do? He says, then he took them away and went aside privately into a deserted place belonging to the city called Bethsaida. But when the multitude knew it, they followed him and he, Jesus, received them and spoke to them about what? What do you think he talked to them about? Oh, there it is again. He spoke to them about the kingdom of God and healed those who had need of healing. I'm just going to put it like this today. 
that our world needs healing. But Jesus did not send his disciples as the apostles. He did not come to heal this world. I know that's going to rub people the wrong way, and maybe we're not going to be uh, tremendously happy about that. That's fine. He came and lived and died and rose again and ascended, sent the promise of the Holy Ghost, and then promise of his return, did all of these things, not to heal this world, but to redeem people out of this world, to take them out of this lost and dying, fallen world. And there will be a time when he will come back and return and restore, bring all things back to new. Yes, absolutely, that will happen. But that's not what's happening right now. What's happening right now is that our world is following back into chaos. It's following back into the place where it was before God made it and put order in place. And humanity is corrupt in all of its ways. And so he's saying that the real mission here is to share the good news of the kingdom of God to redeem people out of this world. So I want to share this with you today, and I hope this is helpful. I really do. You don't have to be a preacher behind a pulpit. You don't have to be a voice on YouTube or have a podcast. You don't have to have a quote-unquote ministry. You are the ministry. You are the message. You are the vehicle for the message. You are the good news. Like you are representing the good news of Christ in the kingdom of God. That your life represents one that says that while all of this is corrupt, why is it that you aren't corrupt? Why isn't, why isn't it that you, why, why aren't you falling apart? Why aren't you destroyed and distraught? Why aren't you all of a sudden just as corrupt and broken as the rest of this world. And some of you need to hear that, yeah, sometimes we do have hard days. Sometimes we do have difficulties and trials and struggles. And sometimes we don't look so good in our, our difficulties. I get it. I get it. Sometimes you say, man, if I'm supposed to be this, this follower of Christ and not falling apart like the rest of this world, I feel like I'm falling apart all the time. Maybe you do feel like you're falling apart. Maybe you do feel like your world is just kind of like falling all around you. I, I get it. I get it. But what is the message that you're sending to this world? And before we even talk about what that message is, it's really got to be the message that's deep down inside of your heart. You can't put on a fake message to this world. Saying, oh, God's going to bring me through and God's so good and, and all, you know, saying all these things about God, but not really actually believing it in your own heart. Because the fruits of your life will expose themselves over time. It won't take long. Sometimes we are hard on ourselves because we go through things and we go through struggles and we think, oh, I'm not a very good 
example. I'm not a good follower. I'm not a very good apostle, as it were. We probably don't necessarily view ourselves in those that term apostle, but you are. You are. You are a visionary pioneer of the message of the kingdom of God. You are. And it's anticipated, it's expected that you're going to have some difficulty and some struggles and trials in this world. I love how Paul puts it in 2 Corinthians 4. He says, we are hard-pressed on every side. Like we are hard, it's pressing down on us hard on every side, yet we're not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. We're persecuted, but not forsaken. We've been struck down, but not destroyed. Because we're always carrying about in the body, the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our body. That's one of the beautiful things about his kingdom is that while we may be in distress sometimes, while there may be struggles and hardships, that all of humanity is facing and we're not exempt from. We're certainly, you're not exempt from the struggles of humanity just because you're a follower of Christ. And you look around, and it's a very dangerous thing to do, but if you do this, if you look around and you see how other people are responding and they're reacting, and sometimes they seem like they're just having a good time and they're loving life and they're enjoying it and everything's going great for them, the reality is that they are terrified. They're terrified. So they're going from one thing to the next, trying to fill their desires or to try to calm their nerves and their fears. Maybe you're listening to this and you're saying, yeah, that's me. I'm terrified. I'm terrified. And I keep going from one thing to the next, trying to calm my fears because I, I'm, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't, want, I don't know what's next. Or then that terror turns into anger. And the things that we fear turn into an, a, a vicious anger and bitterness that we see so much in our world today. Maybe you feel some of that. You feel some of that, that influence from our world, that anger and that bitterness. I'm just trying to encourage somebody today. You can shed all of that. You don't have to give in to any of that. Because there's really good news that the kingdom of God is here and that he, he's seeing people through it. He wants to see you through this, to get you through this. Yes, through the valley, not like around it, not over it, not under it. No, through the valley. You've got to go through it. Yeah, we all have to go through it. But he wants to see you through it. And that while you are going through it, that he's setting you up to succeed. Now, success doesn't always look like what we think it looks like. It's not always the, you know, the expression of what God says success is. It's not always what we think it is. But here's, here's what I know. Here's what I know. Is that in God's word, he says, you preach, you speak like you 
you project the message, the good news of the kingdom of God. And he links that with lives being healed. That your life, even in its brokenness, or not, let's take it beyond yourself, the person that you know, your your coworker, your friend, your family member, your neighbor, maybe just some, some random person that you've interacted with, in their state of brokenness, they need somebody to tell them about the good news of the kingdom of God. Have you practiced this as a disciple of Jesus Christ? Have you practiced how to even express the good news of the kingdom of God? If it is so good, then what's so good about it? Have you practiced that? Have you taken some time to just begin to put it into words? That's what I want to challenge you to do today. Do that today. Take some time today to just let that be, let it become part of your natural conversation about what is so good about the kingdom of God. Let it be something that, that just pours out from you that you're passionate about. I know you're passionate about so many things. And you you have so many things that you you are you desire so much for. You follow certain people or you listen to certain things and and or you do so many things. That's great, but really are we passionate about the kingdom of God? And can you tell somebody passionately, hey, this is how it can help you. This is how it can save you. This is what it does for me. Let's let's go beyond telling somebody else's story. Let's let's make it personal. This is what the kingdom of God does for me. I would encourage you to start to share that. Share. What is the kingdom of God? What is it doing for you? How is, how is being a part of his kingdom helping you? And you will find that when you share that with other people, even people that are already believers, that's fine. As a matter of fact, that's the people that, <laughs> that were receiving the disciples when Jesus sent them. But what happens is that when you share that, there's a healing that is coupled with that. The healing that takes place. So I want to encourage you today. I hope this has been helpful. You're not just a disciple or a, a student, a personal follower. But you're apostolic. You're a visionary, pioneer. You've received the vision already of the kingdom. You know what it is. You're a pioneer that's advocating the message of Jesus Christ, the kingdom of God, everywhere you go. So go ahead and just do it. Go ahead and go for it. Share that with somebody. And you'll see not only how it helps them, but you'll see how it does something inside of you. Thank you for tuning in to the Kingdom is Here podcast hosted by Nathan Kirk. We appreciate the time you took to listen and are looking forward to being with you again next week. Remember your allegiance to the King and His Kingdom. And as always, we hope this was helpful.